He was a young boy and we were at Bush Gardens and he was lost in the land of the dragons. And yes, this is a true story. So I immediately, I run to the highest point in the land of the dragons and I go, Tyler, where are you? Tyler, where are you? And finally I spot him and he sees me and I go, don't move. And I go all the way following him as I'm going back down and I retrieve my son. He was just having a good time. He was living life. He didn't realize that he was lost. He didn't realize that maybe he was potentially in danger. So in the first reading from Genesis this morning, God is in the garden and he says to Adam and Eve, where are you? Well, God knows where they are. He's God. But he wanted them to be aware that he knew of what had happened and that he was present even while they were going astray. And isn't it true of us that often we can be so busy with life, with work, with taking care of family, and all the things that are happening and going on, that God is placing people and circumstances and events in our lives, and he's saying, where are you? Yet we don't hear him because we're lost and we don't know it. And maybe our soul is in danger. And you see, it doesn't matter where we are in our faith journey because God is always saying to us, where are you? Because he wants to draw closer and closer to us. Because he doesn't want just a part of you. He wants all of you. So he continues to ask us, where are you? So now I'm going to flip the script. Because so often in life, what we do is we ask God, well, God, where are you? So everything seems to be going along well. Life is good, and then all of a sudden, things change. Things aren't going the way I want them to. The things I had hoped for aren't happening. The road seems a little bit rockier. And I look to God, and I say, God, where are you? Why aren't things going the way I want them to go? And all we need to do is look at Mother Mary, Mother of the Church, for that example. Because at the Annunciation, the angel Gabriel came to her and said, you will conceive the Son of God. Now, I would imagine that Mary probably had different plans. And it didn't include being pregnant and having a child in the next nine months. So what did Mary do? She pondered. She thought about it. And then she said, let it be done unto me according to your word. See, maybe when things aren't going the way we want them to go, well, maybe that's not the mission God has for us. Maybe that's not where he wants us to go. And we, like Mary, need to stop and ponder and say, Lord, where are you trying to lead me? And then maybe sometimes what it is is that life just seems like a routine. I come to Mass. I sit in the same place. Everything seems the same. I feel empty when I come to Mass. I don't get anything out of it. God, where are you? 
And once again, we can look to Mary at the wedding at Cana, where she kind of led Jesus into doing his first miracle, right? Where Jesus turns water into wine. And we too, as Mary has asked for the Lord to perform a miracle, every time we, can come, we come here, the Lord wants to perform a miracle in and through us. Because to be here is not normal. To be here is not ordinary. Something supernatural is happening. And God says, do you want to know where I am? I am right here in this word that you hear. Just open your ears and listen to me because this is from 2,000 years ago, but it speaks to you today. Where am I? I am in the most holy sacrament of the altar. My body and my blood is ready to be poured into you so that you, like the water to the wine, may be transformed in your life and become who you receive, which is me. Where am I? I am in the sacrament of the confession in that priest waiting to forgive you for your sins, ready to cleanse your soul so that you can be more closer to me. Where are you? I'm right here now. And then when we're suffering, and maybe I'm taking care of a, a spouse who is sick, or a parent who is sick, or I've just lost someone that I love so deeply. And I go, God, where are you? Why is this happening? And once again, we look to Mary. And there she is at the foot of the cross. And she's looking up at her son and his suffering and her suffering. And we too can join Mary at the foot of the cross and we look directly up at God and we say, where are you? And he looks at us down from the cross with his head hung down. And he says, I'm right here. I understand your pain. I understand your suffering. I understand your hurt. Because I have assumed everything that you were going through into myself on the cross. Unite your pain with mine. Unite your suffering with mine. And so often we hear, you just need to offer it up. Offer your suffering up. And for so long I didn't understand what that meant. But it's an opportunity for us to participate in the salvation of souls. Now I have this lady that I'm praying for that I've never met. Her name is Stephanie. And someone told me about her, and she's in extreme pain all the time. And so often I will offer Mass, and I pray for her every day. Well, she gets my phone number, and she texts me. And she, wants, she says, I want you to know, who do you want me to pray for? I was like, wow. That is what it means to offer up your pain and your suffering. Because the pain and the suffering of God brought about salvation for the world. That same pain and suffering that we have when offered to do the same, we participate in the works and the salvation of Christ in our own lives. It is so beautiful. And then finally, here we are at the end of the first 200 years, ready to enter into the next 200 years as a diocese. 
And Father, Runner called us that we are to go out and to evangelize and to be that perfect disciple like Mary. And you might be thinking, well, how am I? I can't do that. I'm not comfortable doing that. That's not in my comfort zone. And all we need to do is look to Mary, who is in the upper room before the descending of the Holy Spirit, which gifts the apostles to go out and share Christ in every way. And what is she doing? She's praying. She's praying. And we are called to do the same thing. When we don't know how to go, Lord, give me the strength. Lord, give me the courage. Lord, give me the guidance and the wisdom I need to go out and share you to the world because I cannot do it by myself. I do not know how. So pray to God that he may give us the courage and the strength to go out on mission to share his son with the world. So there's a priest named Father Charles who's done a lot of um, Crucio's uh, retreats with me. And at one Mass, what he did was, at the end of Mass, he said, if Jesus puts you on this world to bring one person to him, would that be enough? And everybody in the room was going like this. Yes, that would be enough to know that I brought one person to God. Maybe that one person is sitting right beside you. Maybe that one person is a phone call away. But all I know is that Jesus is calling us to bring other people to himself, to bring other people home. And when we ask the question, where are you, God? His answer is, I'm right there. And I'm right there. And I'm right there. And I'm right over there. Bring my people home to me. Go out on mission and bring my people home to me. May the God who created us, who loves us, and whose mercy is an inexhaustible treasure in our lives, may he be praised forever.